What did the Super Bowl halftime show really show us? Find out on this episode of Pushback. If you're concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Pushback. I'm Dr. Johnny, and today it excites me because we are going off of our usual scheduled program to bring you a topic that has been just uh, happening in real time over the past several weeks. Uh, there's been a lot of things culturally that have occurred, and it's fun for me to have the opportunity just to share with you sort of off the cuff uh, some of my responses and perspectives on some of these cultural uh, events that have taken place. Uh, for instance, those of you who watched the State of the Union address uh, saw Nancy Pelosi tearing up the, uh, the transcribed speech by President Trump. Uh, I probably will talk a little bit more about that at the next podcast next week. Uh, but today I want to talk about something that occurred on Super Bowl Sunday. And before I begin this conversation, many of you probably know where I'm heading with this, I would like to say I'm a huge football fan. And those of you that know the Claussons and our family uh, know that uh, we are diehard Vikings fans. My son is about to have a daughter. This will be my granddaughter, my very first grandchild, and uh, she will be the fourth generation purple and gold. Uh, she will be brainwashed very early <laughs> to be Viking, to be a Vikings fan. We enjoy it as a family. Uh, we laugh, we have fun. Uh, there's a lot of screaming and cheering and chest bumping and headbutting and these are the things that are culturally part of our home we enjoy football I grew up playing football with my family and uh, halftime of the football games that was even before we had DVRs and things like that we would run down to the park and play football during halftime and then run back up and watch the second half it was just how I was raised and I'm raising my children the same way just because we enjoy it we enjoy the competitive aspect of football and we enjoy cheering our team on but there was a travesty that many of you are aware of that occurred uh, at the Super Bowl, and more specifically at the Super Bowl halftime show. Like so many families, uh, we gathered together. Uh, the Vikings were out of the playoffs at this point, which has been my reality for many years now. Uh, but we gathered together, and of course we make really, really good food, uh, enjoy each other's company, uh, and have fun sitting down enjoying an NFL football game. And it was a tremendous Super Bowl football game. We enjoyed it tremendously. And actually, the whole season, for that matter, was full of drama and suspense, and, and it was uh, enjoyable for our family. But we uh, obviously uh, began watching just the first couple seconds of the Super Bowl halftime show and turned out to be a real eyebrow razor. Um, I'm not addressing specifically Shakira or Jennifer Lopez, the performers uh, that were uh, participating in the halftime. 
They are, however, legitimate targets of your frustration. And I want to refer you to my previous episode, episode six, when I discussed the Me Too movement. And the Me Too movement, I believe, had started conversation about sexual harassment. But I think it was time that we actually bring it further and start talking about the way we look at sexuality as a whole and as a culture, that, that there needs to be a shift in the way that we view uh Uh, women and the way that we view sexuality as a culture. It's very easy to plug in Shakira and Jennifer Lopez into that conversation. And I know many people that have written them or have expressed frustration uh, in regards to uh, their behavior and, and what they demonstrated and displayed at the halftime show. You're going to hear me talking a lot as we dig into deeper cultural truths about supply and demand. See, we live in a capitalistic society, and and I probably will talk very specifically about that at some point, too. Um, I believe in capitalism. I believe that uh, it works, and it has worked for hundreds of years. Uh, but capitalism at its very core is an issue of supply and demand. And the frustrating part is when we see uh, sexual exploitation or uh, we see uh, people behaving in ways that we think are unhealthy for our culture. It's a simple equation of supply and demand. See, companies and people respond to sales. You've heard the adage, you know, sex sells. I wish that wasn't true, but from a marketing standpoint, maybe it is. But the point is, is that if the demand wasn't there, the supply would disappear. And that's the part that breaks my heart. And so when we look at a halftime show that is lewd and inappropriate, we need to be able to express ourselves on the demand end and demand that, that they do not show such a product and that we will purpose to refrain from participating or watching their product as long as they exploit us or expose those things to us. It's supply and demand. So if we are concerned about the direction our culture is heading, then maybe it's time to push back. We need to push back. And my friends, if you get nothing else out of this podcast, I want to share this one important truth with you. It doesn't really do us a lot of good to complain to each other. Now, it doesn't mean we shouldn't complain, and it doesn't mean that we should just take it. Actually, quite the opposite. We actually need to be proactive, and we need to, with honor, discuss these issues with those who have the power to create or make real change. It's our duty because, remember, Christian families set and shape the culture. So when we watch a halftime show that raises our eyebrows and we go, wait a minute, that does not compute. That, that is not appropriate for, my, for me and for my children to be viewing this during a football game. Then we need to be proactive and address the ones that actually were responsible for producing, creating, and disseminating that material on our TV screens. So for this podcast... I want to address the one who I believe is responsible. I don't know him. I honor him as a a powerful executive man. But he is the commissioner of the NFL, and his name is Roger Goodell. 
he is the one that is responsible for the product and the brand of the NFL. And I will be frank with you, I am floored with all of the public relation hits and the problems that the NFL has been having on and off the field, that he would authorize this, that he would preview this and feel like it was okay. So I did something that I guess I would wish for all of you to be willing to do, but I wrote Roger Goodell a letter. And so on this podcast, I'm going to read the letter that I wrote to Roger Goodell because I believe it is our responsibility as stewards on this earth and even as children of God to be proactive and explain our position again with honor so that we can have an audience, that we can have a door open to the things that we care about. And I believe with what happened at the halftime show, that there is real common ground, real common sense that can be discussed in regards to the product that they put on during the halftime show. So here is my letter. Dear Roger Goodell, my name is Dr. Jonathan Clausen. I am a physician, husband, father, author, <laughs> podcaster, and family minister from central Minnesota. I first want to tell you that I am a huge football fan. Together with my family, we are avid Viking fans and have truly enjoyed watching football together for generations. I have to say this last football season was one of the best, filled with spectacular moments, upsets, and drama. The Super Bowl was extremely entertaining and enjoyable. However, I am writing to you because of one moment that was not spectacular. The halftime show was so disappointing and extremely concerning on so many levels. Because of this, I felt it was important as a fan to share my perspective with you. I honor you as the commissioner of an incredibly successful product, but I want to respectfully share with you my perspective that maybe you haven't considered or chose to ignore. Firstly, I want to share my outrage as a father. I have young children who absolutely love football, and my wife and I could tell within seconds that the halftime show was not something that any of us should watch. We aren't Puritans. We love good dancing, singing, and music. But the sexual content and physical display was extreme and so inappropriate for the venue. This wasn't a late-night HBO movie, an R-rated movie option, or even a show like Jimmy Kimmel that caters to a mature audience. It was the Super Bowl, on at primetime with millions of children watching. How is it possible that you would authorize such a show to be shown to my children. You are the commissioner, so the buck stops with you. At the end of the halftime, the voiceover says, the NFL wants to thank you for watching the Pepsi halftime show. So clearly this was endorsed by you, and I think you owe us an explanation. The overt lewdness of the show was so inappropriate 
but then it was compounded when young girls were brought on stage to watch the performers remove more clothing, spread their legs, and shake their backsides into the camera. This was so wrong, awkward, and uncomfortable. I can't imagine any parent thinking that this was even remotely appropriate. Secondly, I know that many argue that women should be allowed to express themselves any way they wish. They call that empowerment. The definition of empowerment is the process of becoming stronger and more confident. It doesn't mean freedom to do anything you want to do. We live in a free country, but we aren't free to do anything we want. We as a society put behavioral and moral restraints on our actions so that we feel safe and protected. As a commissioner, your job is to exercise and implement behavioral and moral restraints on your employees and your brand. So you have the moral obligation to put on a show that my family can watch and feel safe. As you well know, with empowerment comes a greater responsibility for your actions, not less. Your performers on Super Bowl Sunday did not demonstrate empowerment, but rather recklessness. I am aware of the adage that sex sells. Perhaps from a marketing standpoint, it is true. But is this what the NFL stands for? Just making money, no matter the consequences? It seems to me that with the off-field issues of domestic violence and sexual harassment that your company has been dealing with, you would want to distance yourself from any appearance of sexual exploitation of women or the image that women are just objects of men's sexual desire. I believe you have a real opportunity to address this outrage, admit it was a mistake, and that it won't happen again. This would go a long way to rebuild the trust to long-standing viewers like me. A few years back, you adopted the slogan, Football is Family. Did you really mean it? Or was it just a Hail Mary attempt to repair a tarnished image? I challenge you, Commissioner Goodell, to do some soul-searching and ask yourself if your brand is really family-friendly? Or is it on a course defined by sexual exploitation, crotch-grabbing, pole dancing, and greed? For the sake of my family, I hope the course you choose is one we can watch. Lastly, the NFL and football in general offers so much to our society. There are deep and meaningful themes connected with competition in sports. Themes such as teamwork, courage, determination, perseverance, overcoming obstacles, selflessness, sportsmanship, and never giving up. These are all examples that can be used, marketed, and promoted that would make everyone proud 
and excited to support you and your brand. There are meaningful and universally accepted ways to empower one another. I would love to sit down with you in person and share with you some thoughts, perspectives, and ideas that could help keep the NFL positive and influential. A positive and influential entity that it has been for generations. I am the host of the podcast, Pushback with Dr. Johnny. I discuss, discuss cultural issues and intend to read this letter on my podcast. I encourage my listeners to not just complain to each other, but proactively and with honor, discuss these issues with those who have the power to make real change. I will make this pledge to you, Commissioner Goodell, and to my listeners. If next year's Super Bowl halftime show demonstrates a shift toward family and common sense decency, I will write you another letter. I will thank you for hearing our concerns and will read it again on my podcast. Thank you for your time and consideration, and I wish you the best on the upcoming season. And Skull Vikings! Signed sincerely, Dr. Jonathan Clausen. So that's a letter that I plan to send to Commissioner Goodell, because I believe that we need to be proactive and vocal and part of the solution. Please feel free to use my letter. Change a few parts, but send it to him so he knows that there's a voice. So he knows that there are people that have objected to the product that he put out and exposed your family to. See, this is more about, this is more than just being uncomfortable with something. We have to recognize that what we saw at halftime wasn't good for our culture. It wasn't healthy. See, remember the definition of culture is the sum total ways of living passed down from generation to generation. See, I believe that we can find common, go common ground in the fact that what we saw at halftime was not good for the next generation. It wasn't healthy. It wasn't good for our children. On that, I believe most of us can agree. And when we find that common ground, then we can be proactive in sounding our voice to the ones to whom it matters. I would like to provide this opportunity to remind you to go to gofam.org, G-O-F-A-M dot org. It is our website. If you go to the media tab, you will find the pushback link. And I encourage you to leave questions and comments. Please remember that you do not have to agree with me. But it's so important that you share your heart with me. If, there, if you have a question that you want to uh, have me discuss on my podcast, 
and I use your question, I would love to send you a free gift. But if it's just a comment, or if it's something that you saw on the news that you wish I would talk about, please leave that on the show page on gofam.org. There is a discussion on our YouTube channel from a secular scientist who responded to my evolution podcast. I believe he was trying to bully me, but I responded with respect and honor. And I explained to him that his response was exactly what I was looking for. I'm not requiring my listeners to agree with me. And he clearly didn't. But I do want to begin the discussion. And I also want to demonstrate to my listeners how to engage this world with honoring and respectful dialogue. It's so critically important because when we approach the world with honor, doors open and we're actually able to begin to discuss the very things that we care about. If we approach them with disrespect, anger, or dishonor, the door closes to the ones who we really want to have dialogue with. And we close the door to the topics that we really want to see changed. So I invite you to go to YouTube and check out that back and forth. But please feel free to contact us and contact me with questions, concerns, and comments. So now let's go together and shape the culture. <laughs>